Hey everyone, I'm Bill Giannone. Welcome back to another Crestcast. Today we're going to talk about how we, as owners and managers, can sometimes make problems worse. Do you find yourself in a position sometimes where you're trying to address a problem and a week or a month go by, and not only have you not addressed the problem, but the problem became worse? Well, that happens more often than you think. And despite our best efforts, sometimes we need to take a fresh approach at looking at the problem, and we need to look at things that we've been doing as maybe they don't work anymore. You know, yesterday's solutions are today's excuses. And the world has changed so much and business has changed so much. And there's a really good chance if your company's grown over the years, your company's changed so much that things that used to work in the past don't work anymore. Really important to understand that. So let's get a little bit into what's going on on this topic. And let's talk about how we can avoid problems with our business and with us making the problems worse. Okay. First problem that we all have encountered in the past, and it's something that's an epidemic, not just in business, but in life in general, is trying to ignore the problem, thinking it's just going to go away or work itself out. We know that those things don't happen. You know, not addressing the situation doesn't make it better. In just about every time as an owner or a manager, the problem that we're facing requires us to get involved. It requires some coaching, some teaching. Maybe it requires some punishment. But at the very, very least, most problems within our company require the awareness that we need to make sure people understand what we're talking about. Because 90% of the problems in restoration usually come from a lack of communication. Now, who's responsible for that lack of communication? In the most cases, it's the person who's committing the wrong act and the person who sees the wrong act being committed. Neither party communicates. Most times when a person commits an act that's wrong, it's either out of ignorance, and I don't mean that in a nasty way. I mean, they don't know the proper way to do something or handle something. And most times when the person who is aware of what is happening doesn't address it and doesn't communicate it, it's because they don't want to be either a rat a tattletale, or they don't want to be a know-it-all where they're trying to tell somebody, hey, you're doing it wrong, listen to me instead. In both cases, that's something that needs to be addressed because just letting it go is going to never solve the problem and it's going to keep precipitating more bad habits to take place. We can't allow that to happen. So the worst thing that you can have in your company is the idea that not taking care of something or not addressing it is going to make it go away. You need to institute policies within your company where guys do speak up if they see something going on. And it's not a rat system or a tattletale system. It's much more about the concept of making sure that everybody understands what we're doing is in the best interests of the company. What's in the best interest of the company is making sure everybody's operating properly. So it's not that we're trying to get somebody in trouble or punish them. We want to educate them. We want to inform them and we want to raise their level of quality. 
So don't just put your head in the sand or tell others to put their head in the sand because that's not going to make things go away. That's going to make things a lot worse. Okay, when your business doesn't see the problems, it can't solve the problems. So how does your business see the problems? You need to have very, very clear processes laid out for your company. You're not going to survive long-term if you just let people go out there and do their best, even if they're great people. Your company cannot survive without processes. Now, what do I mean by process? I mean, you should have clearly laid out steps one through 50 for everything that you want your people to be doing, whether it's um, the process of restoration, whether it's how to clean their trucks, all of the things. What appearance do you want them? How do you want them to look when they show up? If they look like slobs because they've never been told what you require of them as a dress code, that's on you. If you allow that to continue, that's on you. So that's what I mean. You have to be able to tell people what you expect. So if the company doesn't see the problems, it's usually because the company doesn't have systems and processes laid out. If you have a system and a process laid out, everybody involved in the system and the process is going to know what's expected of them. When they don't do it, that's when you're able to see it. It's almost impossible to see what you don't know, right? What do they always say? The hardest thing is to know what you don't know. Well, in a company, knowing what you don't know is usually, oh, a guy's not doing what he's supposed to do. Well, if he doesn't know what he's supposed to do, how can he know? It's it's a lot of talk. And I know I'm kind of probably spinning my wheels and confusing you a little bit. Let's just make sure we understand what we're talking about here. Let's make sure that we don't make the problem worse by not being able to address the problem when it comes up. If it's a problem, it needs to be addressed, okay? Don't shy away from it. So hold people accountable, have systems in place. Now, if you don't have systems in place and you're sitting there saying, well, that's gonna be ridiculous for me to lay it all out. You know what? Give yourself a month, spend a week on each of your divisions, spend a week on marketing, spend a week on sales, spend a week on production and spend a week on your financial and your invoicing. If you do each one of those one week at a time, and that's all you dedicate your time to, by the end of the month, you will have a process in place for just about everything in your company. And it, you're going to realize how incredibly important that is because then you can train to your company's process and you're not relying on individuals and you're not relying on some sort of nebulous idea of what's the right and the wrong. So we're going to be able to make problems go away before they get worse. Finally, the worst thing a company can do more than avoiding talking about it and sticking your head in the sand and more than not having a process in place, the very worst thing a company could do is thinking that we could just throw money at the problem. We think if we throw money at the problem in terms of, oh, we have a disgruntled worker, we'll just give them more money. Or, hey, you know what? We have plumbers who aren't giving us business. Let's just give them more money. Or, oh, you know, we have customers that are unhappy, so let's just pay them off. You know what that does? That solves the problem for today, but it actually creates a bigger problem for tomorrow. Let's go one by one. If your employees are kind of complaining and they're giving you lip and you think that by giving them more money, you're going to hold them more accountable, that's a short-term solution. 
they're going to be fine until the next guy they know gets a raise. And now relative to everybody else, they're not making what they want to make, or they're going to be fine until the next big job you do. And then they're going to know all they need to do is bitch and complain to you and they could get more money out of you. So you've set a bad precedent. Plumbers, if you're paying plumbers and you decide, well, I need to pay them more to keep them or to get them to come to me, you are entering that what we call race to the bottom. If you're paying a plumber 200 bucks and you're not getting enough work and then you decide you're going to give them 400, that's all well and good to you. Competition gives them four and a quarter. Now, in order for you to keep your business, you got to give them 450. Now, you see what I mean? They're always going to be only worried about the dollars. And if your relationship with those plumbers are based on the dollars that are coming in, that's never a really strong relationship. That's what we call a house of cards. You have to build your relationships with your plumbers based solely on your reputation with them, the things you offer them, and a long-term partnership. It should never, ever be based on the dollar amount. Finally, if you're throwing a lot of money at clients, that might solve that one client. But why was the client mad in the first place? There's a really good chance that the reason the client was mad in the first place is because something within your company was screwed up and it made them really feel bad about something that happened to them. Well, if you just throw money at the client to keep them quiet and keep them from giving you a one-star review, what have you done to address the underlying problem? Money very rarely addresses underlying problems unless you're investing money into solving problems. So let's just say you have a lot of accounts receivable and that's because you have all of your field personnel trying to collect the money. Well, if you have field personnel trying to collect money, that's a mistake because field personnel are really good at doing field work. And if they're also responsible for collecting money, now you're asking them to answer to two masters. So if you then turn around and solve that problem by investing in a accounts receivable manager, that's a great solution for throwing money at a problem. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, oh, let's just make money, make something go away. What you just did is you changed your process or you changed your system. That's great. I want you to change your process and I want you to change your system. Most times we can do that without money. If we need to spend money to bring people on or to upgrade our technology, that's a different story. But let's not spend money. If you have workers who stink, throwing money at them and paying them more is not going to make them better. So let's not throw money at bad processes, bad people, and bad lead sources. Let's avoid making problems worse. Our job is not to try to make a problem-free company. That's a very important distinction here. There's no such thing as a problem-free company. I went to a very, very, very enlightening breakfast meeting at one of these mega churches down here in Atlanta. They have a huge business partnership. And they did a 7 a.m. breakfast for business owners. And I went to it and it was very enlightening. And the guy says, you know what? I don't care if you're a Fortune 500 CEO or if you're running your own little chuck in a truck or what he called a one-man shop. 80% of your day is spent handling problems. So the problems are never going away. His biggest thing was, how we handle those problems? Do we address them head on? And do we make them go away so that tomorrow the 80% is spent on new problems? 
or are we still continuing the old problems and we're binding ourselves down? Very, very important. And he didn't have an answer to that. We were all left to our own answers. But very important to analyze it that way. We have to understand that our job is not to eliminate problems from ever happening. That's not going to ever happen. And we're going to be disappointed and we're going to get frustrated. Our job is to make sure that we are direct in how we handle the problems and we are solutions based. Solution is not making the problem go away. Solutions is addressing the problem and correcting the problem so that it doesn't happen again. That's why I said, don't throw money at a problem. Don't put your head in the sand and certainly, certainly don't avoid it. Let's make sure we have all those solutions in place. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me today. I look forward to sharing a little more wisdom and some tidbits on my next Crestcast. Do me a favor, go on. If you're listening to me, you're on Spotify, you're on one of the other podcast services, Spotify being our favorite. And uh, if you like this podcast, this Crestcast, go on to the Crestcast. We have well over 100 other Crestcasts, Dick Wagner and myself. They're all 10, 15, 20 minutes in length. And you should get a really good idea of what we're talking about. Some of these tips might really help your business. We call them 15 minutes to give you 15,000. <laughs> we hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed my Crestcast today. On behalf of everyone at the Crest Network, thanks so much for joining us. I'm Bill Giannone. Have a great day. Bye-bye.